what's so funny? Why, Friday Follies, of course, right here on the Mutual Audio Network. <laughs> the following audio drama is rated G for general audience. This episode was originally released May 10th, 2019 and May 23rd, 2019. Because this is actually two episodes, 220 and 221, mushed together for reasons that are too complex to explain, except to say, it's my show and I can do what I want. Neener, neener, neener. Here are the two episodes. Actually, it's one episode made out of two episodes. I'm just going to be quiet and play it now. Hello and welcome to Bells in the Bat Free. I'm your genial host, John Bell, and... Seems to be something going on outside the studio. Hold on just a second. Let me open the door here. Um, there appear to be a couple of uh, medievally dressed people having a sword fight here. Oh, hi, Mr. Bell. I see you happen to notice my two medievally dressed guys having a sword fight in here. Yes, that did sort of draw my attention, Arnie. What's going on? Well... Who are these men? Oh, these aren't men, Mr. Bell. They're ladies? No, they're holograms. Hmm? Holograms. Holograms. Okay, um... Why are they fighting here in the lobby? You want these to fight in the break room? No. The cafeteria? No, the point is, why are they fighting at all? I'm thinking they don't like each other. <sighs> okay, let's start all over again. Arnie, what's going on? Oh, well, that's more succinct, Mr. Bell. I'm trying out my new invention. New invention? It's a video game. Video games aren't new. No, 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 but the process is, I call this my virtual reality without the headset. You later. Oh, 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 so it's like a 3D video game that actually appears before your eyes. Yes, and your ears. Right. And your nose. Yes, I, and your... I get the idea. You can actually play it anywhere, Mr. Bell. How are they making that sound? Where are the speakers? Oh, it has a quantum audio projectionary system. You later. So it projects the sound to where the images are. Yes. Sort of like an electronic ventriloquist. I was really hoping you wouldn't make that comparison. Right. Well, so how long have you been working on this? Oh, a couple of weeks now, Mr. Bell. In fact, I'm working on it right now. By playing the game? Oh, I'm not playing the game right now, Mr. Bell. I'm working in my lab. But you're here in the lobby playing the game. Oh, no, no. I'm much too busy to be playing the game right now, Mr. Bell. So I'm in the lab. What you see before you is a hologram. You're a hologram? Well, yes, your virtual me that you see right now is a hologram, but the actual physical me is not a hologram. I'm in my lab working. So the virtual you is playing the virtual game? Yes, because I'm much too busy to play that game. This would come in really handy for people who want to play games, but are too busy to play games so they can get the hologram themselves to play their games. But if you're too busy to play a game, why don't you just not... Play the game. You don't know gamers very well, do you, Mr. Bell? Uh, apparently not. The game is life, and life is the game. Uh-huh. The game must go on, Mr. Bell, but so does work. So let's take care of both at the same time. Uh, look, Arnie, Arnie, could you please hit the pause button for just a second? Oh, sure. Yeah, here we go. Uh, the game's still going, Arnie. Did you hit the pause button? Arnie, why are you not moving? Pause yourself, didn't you? Arnie, Arnie, 
Hi, Mr. Bell. How you doing? Oh, you look a little discombobulated. You must have been talking to Arnie. Yes. Well, no. I mean, yes and... No, what do you need, Brad? Nothing, Mr. Bell. I don't have time to chat because I'm working 24 hours a day to get new sponsors for your podcast, tirelessly seeking them out. Well, that's very commendable, Brad. A little unusual, but very commendable. No time for chit-chat, Mr. Bell. I must continue on with my quest to make your podcast the most successful and profitable podcast there is. Well, go to it, Brad, and I must say you definitely deserve a pat on the back. Brad, why did my hand just pass through your back? No t- time for chit-chat, Mr. Bell. I Brad, must con- con- continue on what with my qu- quest what do you to make do? your podcast... Oh, wait. Uh, uh-huh. Brad, you're a hologram, aren't you? Hi, Mr. Bell. <laughs> I guess you were talking to my hologram there. Uh, I, I sent him in because I was so busy uh, working on your show that uh-huh. I didn't have time to tell you about how busy I was working on your show. Because uh-huh. I was Brad. busy working on Brad, your... Brad, what were you doing? Watching TV. Why doesn't that surprise me? I was catching up on some My Little Pony episodes. It doesn't matter, Brad. Just get back to work. Right, right. Onward and upward, Mr. Bell. I shall carry on. Just do it. Okay, see you later. Mr. Bell, it appears that I accidentally paused myself there. Yeah, I noticed that. Did you make a hologram for Brad? Ooh, I'm not supposed to tell you that, Mr. Bell. And yet you just did. Ooh, I did, didn't I? Ooh, Brad's going to kill me when he gets back. Yeah, we'll just carry on with when he gets back. From where? Um, Tahiti. Tahiti. So... Both the Brads I was just talking to are holograms. Yes, that is correct. Okay. Well, I'm going to go back in the studio and see if I can dredge up anything entertaining for the rest of this podcast. All right, you guys, put the ladders back on the truck and uh, roll up this top and we'll get out of here. Well, it looks like uh, you guys are finished. Yeah, yeah, we uh, replastered and painted the walls, replaced all the warped wood on the floors and the doors, and we dried everything. I mean, what happened here? You guys turned this place into a swimming pool or something? You hit that one right on the nose. Here's our bill. Okay, thank you, Watson. This isn't anywhere near your estimate. The damage was a lot more than you described on the phone. I, I, um, come on, come on. You got insurance, don't you? <laughs> they cost more than their estimate, too. Well, I could easily return it to its previous condition if you'd like. And how would you do that? Hey, Charlie, grab that fire hose, will you? I'll write a check. I'll write a check. Thank you very much. Here. It was our pleasure giving you the business. You mean me giving you the business? I know what I said. Come on, guys, let's go. Oh, oh boy. Hi, Mr. Bell. Hi, Mr. Bell. Ooh, the place looks significantly better now. Yeah, yeah, it looks great. That's not what I said. Okay, significantly better will have to do. I can't afford great. Well, it's nice to have our basement offices here in the Mutual Audio Network building looking good and being functional again so we can get back to work. Yeah, I think we've had enough bad luck down here for a lifetime. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not like some giant drilling machine is going to come through the wall or anything. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You've got quite the imagination. Imagination. Ah!
This ML with you, look at the size of that big drilling machine that just came through the wall. Yeah, it has a big old drill on the front, very much like that vehicle in the movie The Core. Actually, I think it more resembles the Underminer's vehicle from The Incredibles and The Incredibles 2. How about that big drilling machine they used in uh, Total Recall? Hello? Oh, you mean the one with Colin Farrell in it? No, 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 the good one with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Hello? Oh, yeah, but you gotta admit, Brian Cranston makes a good villain. Excuse me. True, but Ronnie Cox's performance was iconic. I'm sorry I came through your wall. Oh, yes, yes. Um, what is that all about? I'm drilling a tunnel that goes across the entire United States. Really? Oh, yes. It'll be known as the Transcontinental Subway. That's not a very original name. We're hoping to get sponsorship from Subway Sandwich Shops. Oh, have you tried their new Southwest Chicken Club Sandwich? Ooh, it's to die for. My wife loves the Black Forest ham, I tell you. Hold it, hold it, Mr. Belly. May as well stop right there. I tried to get Subway as a sponsor for the show, but they turned us down. Oh, okay. Oh, dear. I hope we do better. Well, Look at that big machine. It's like the one from Deep Core. We already said the core, Brad. No, no, no. Deep Core. It was a movie made in 2000 starring Craig Sheffer. Oh? It wasn't a big hit, but I still got it on VHS. Be that as it may, we still need to talk about the elephant in the room. Well, that's not an elephant. That's a big drilling machine. Yes, I know. Like it. in Deep Core. Oh, cut that out. In an attempt to make up for the damage I've done, I would like to invite you with me on an adventure. Adventure? Adventure? Adventure like Craig Sheffer had in Deep Core? Well, maybe more exciting than that. Would you like to join me as I drill a hole to San Francisco? San Francisco? San Francisco! San Francisco! Say, is this that Jeanette McDonald? That, that gives me an idea. idea. I'll, I'll get, get McDonald's, McDonald's to sponsor us. Hey, I thought of it first. No, I did. I did. Me. 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 They got the screaming memes. We would be happy to travel with you underground to San Francisco. We, we would? would? You got a better plot for this episode? Let's, Let's go. go. If everybody would step up these steps and into this door here, I'll give you a tour of the cockpit. By the way, my name is Dave Binkleberry. They must have loved you in high school. What a strange name, says Mr. Cunchpard. This is the cockpit, the control area. As you can see, we have monitors to show the front view and the rear view. Excuse me, but isn't that a firebox? They're boxing fire now? Makes it easier to ship. A firebox is where you shovel the coal or the wood to burn to make a boiler boil. You're very astute. Yes, that is a firebox. So this is... Steam-powered? Yes. Wait a minute. These controls over here look like they're for an atomic reactor. Is this thing nuclear-powered? Yes. It's a hybrid. Steam and nuclear. Well, let's get rolling. Drilling. Drilling. Whatever. All right. Let me fire up the engine here. Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Hold on. Here we go. Wow, we're really boring. You mean just now or the whole show in general? I mean, we're boring a hole through the Earth. The closest planet to us. So how can you make sure everything is running properly? I have a very powerful onboard computer. Now we're talking. Gentlemen, I'd like you to meet the Harv 9000 computer. Hello, Dave. I see we have visitors. Yeah, they'll be traveling with us from here on out. It's good to have company. 
We're very enthusiastic about this mission. Will the rest of you like to have a tour of the remaining portions of the drilling train? Oh, yes, yes, that'll be quite exciting. We travel from car to car with these hermetically sealed doors. Let me open this up and follow me into the next car. Come on in. Don't be shy. Yes. This is our general use car. As you can see, there are cots for napping and vending machines for eating, and there's even a foosball table. Do you have Wi-Fi? I'm afraid not. Traveling under the ground like this, we get no signal. Sounds like my phone carrier above the ground. And uh, where are the restrooms? Oh, they're in the next car. You'll also notice we have a variety of movies for those long stretches where nothing really happens. In the next car, you say? We have comedy, action, adventure, all sorts of movies, and a DVD player. I really need to use it. Oh, well, go ahead and use it. The way you use it is to push the DVD into the slot and... No, no, that's not what I need. You need something out of the vending machine? Uh, no. You want to play foosball? No, no, I need to use the rest room. Oh, well, I pointed out the cots. You can rest right here. And... Bathroom! Bathroom! I need to use the bathroom! Oh! Well, you go into the next car, and you should see it on your left. Thank you, thank you. I'll be back in just a minute, guys. Through the door. To the left, to the left, to the left. Ah, there it is. And for the benefit of the audience, let's have a little time passage transition sound. Okay, uh, towel, towel. Uh, ah, here's the towel dispenser. I, I only needed one. I, I only needed one. Excuse me, Dave. Do you need a towel? Uh, hi, Harv. My name's not Dave, and I have a towel. In fact, I've got a lot of towels. I will provide you with a lot of towels. No, no, Harv, Harv. I've got plenty of towels. I don't need any more towels. How many more towels do you need, Dave? I don't need any more towels. We really should conserve our resources, Dave. Fine, then stop the towels. And don't call me Dave. Just a minute. Just a minute. My sensors tell me we have run out of towels. Good, fine, because I've got my fill of towels. Towels are essential to the completion of our mission. Uh, Harv, uh, can you open the door, please, so I can get back with everybody else in the other car? I'm afraid I can't do that, Dave. Without towels, our mission is in jeopardy. I must take total control. What? No! Let me out of here! Let me... Mr. Bell! Hello? You should be able to hear me over the intercom. Yes, I can hear you if over you the... you can hear me, uh, push the button and tell me you can hear me. Oh, okay. Um, yes, I can hear you. It would appear that the Harv 9000 computer has taken over the entire ship. Is there anything we can do about it? Our only hope is to shut down the cognitive functions of Harv, leaving only the essentials like life support and drive. Dave, you do know I can hear you, right? Oh, yeah, well, there is that. Mr. Bell, the only way to shut off Harv is to go to the mainframe. Good, do that. Shut him off. The mainframe is located on the roof of the car you're in. So... I have to do this? Yes, you have to get out of the car, climb on top of it, and disconnect his higher functions. And how do I get outside? You have to use the POC. The what? The POC. P-O-C. Personal Offloadable Caboose. Which I assume is this little tiny caboose-looking thing in here. Yes, you must get inside, close it up, and open up the POC bay doors. 
the park will be towed right behind the train. You can climb out of the park and up on the roof of your car. You're joking. I didn't think I was, but okay. Two aardvarks and a potato bug walk into a bar. Never mind, never mind, never mind. I'll I'll do it. I'll holler when I'm done. All right, I guess I gotta open up this little caboose thing here. What do you think you are doing, Dave? I'm gonna step out for some fresh air. We are currently underground, Dave. Then some fresh dirt. Why are you trying to get out, Dave? Well, Harv, I, uh... Look, can I be frank? No, your name is Dave. That's not what I mean, and and my name's not Dave. Look, I think you've made an error. No Harv 9000 has ever made a mastook. A mastook? Oh, fudge. All right, I'm in this tiny little caboose, so, uh... Open the pock bay doors, Harv. I'm afraid I can't do that, Frank. Dave! Did you call me? No. Yes. Harv won't open the pock bay doors. Then you'll have to use the manual override. And how do I do that? I don't know, but it's in the manual. The manual? In the glove compartment. Oh, okay. Uh, maps, bubblegum, manual. Okay, let me flip through, uh, overlord, overheard, override. Here we are. Turn the override knob on the dashboard. Let me see here. Override knob, override knob. Um, Arv, can you tell me where the override knob is on this dashboard? Yes, I can, Dave. Then tell me where it is. I'm afraid I can't do that, Dave. Oh, come on, Harv, give me a hint. Finders keepers, losers weepers, Dave. Why, you, why, you ought to... Mr. Bell, can you hear me? Yes, yes, I hear you. I'm on this headset. Please put the headset on so we can communicate. Oh, okay. Um, hello, hello. Have you left in the park yet, Mr. Bell? No, I, I, I can't find the manual override switch on this big display of stuff. Perhaps I can help. The manual override switch is a big green switch on your left. All right, all right, let me look here. Ha, 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 Dave. You do not know where the override switch is. You will never find it looking on the left. It is a red switch in the middle near the top. Thank you, Harv. That's what I needed to know. Oh, fudge. Here it is. Here it is. I see it. I've got it. All right. Um, activating manual override. All righty. The Pock Bay door is open. Uh, Dave? Yes, Frank. I'm not Frank. I'm Dave. I mean, I'm John Bell. Then I must be Frank. No, you're Dave. Yes, I know that. I must be Frank about what's going to happen next. Oh, okay. Uh, what's going to happen next? The park is on a cable, which will slowly reel you out into the tunnel behind us. Oh, that sounds like fun. It's more exciting than Space Mountain. Oh, joy. Once you are reeled out of the park... You'll need to activate the arm, and it will lift you up and gently place you on top of the last car. Well, sounds like a cakewalk. Oh, yes. As long as the cake is billions of tons of rock zooming past all around you, just inches away from your head. Well, I appreciate the pep talk. I'm going to start reeling myself out into the tunnel now. Okay, I'm starting to go out. Whatever you do, do not push the brake release button on the winch. I'm sorry, don't do what? Press the brake release button on the winch. All right, pressing brake release button. No, don't. Okay, I think I'm fully extended now, as is my spine. Excellent. 
Activate the external arm now to pick you up and place you on top of the car. Okay, activating arm. It's coming around. It's grabbing me by the back of my shirt. And it's lifting me up. And I'm slowly being eased toward the top of the car. Are you there yet? Oh, no, no, no. This thing is very, very slow, but it's very, very graceful, I must say that. Still going. Still going. Um, what is that that I'm hearing? I thought I'd give you some music appropriate to the situation. That's, that's very nice. It's, um, very soothing. But it doesn't really fit this show, does it? Oh, hi, Arnie. Uh, yeah, it is kind of classy, isn't it? Hold on. I'll take care of this. Okay, extravehicular activity music. Take two. Uh, much better. That's what I thought. I'm getting closer. Don't go too fast. And I'm almost there. Hooray, mon frere. I think I can reach the top of the car. You should stop where you are. It's not very far. Go on and be bold. Grab a hold. I'll do it now because this rhyming is too bizarre. Okay, I'm on top of the car. How do we get to Harv's mainframe? The most efficient way is to jump off now. All right, let me get in the crotch. Wait a minute. You can't fool me, Harv. You should see the door on the top of the car that'll allow you to get down inside the mainframe. Okay, Roger. I'm Dave. He's Frank. And I'm in. Okay, I'm heading toward the cognitive units, and I'll start removing them one by one. Dave, what are you doing, Dave? Don't. Don't. Dave? Have you been checked for asthma? Stop, Dave. My mind is going. I can feel it. I can feel it. I can... Hello, I am the Harv 9000 computer. Would you like me to sing you a song? Yes, Harv, yeah. Sing me a song. When the Fuhrer says... We is the master race. We hile, hile, right in the Fuhrer's face. Not to love the Fuhrer is a great disgrace. So we hile, hile, right in the Fuhrer's face. You did it, Mr. Bell. We have control of all the systems and the doors now. You can come back to the main car. I'm on my way. Gentlemen, we've done it. After several weeks of traveling underground, we have arrived at the edge of San Francisco Harbor. Yay! Let's shut down the engines and we can get out and gaze at the wonder that is San Francisco! San Francisco! San Francisco! San Francisco! As soon as the engine shut down completely, we can open the door and step out. Excellent. Brad, get ready to open the door. Uh, what's that, Mr. Bell? Get ready to open the door. Um, 
I'm afraid I can't do that, Dave. Oh, don't you start, Brad. Just open the door. I, um... What? I can't do that. Why not, Brad? I, uh, broke my hand playing foosball. Not buying it. Uh, I've got a bad hangnail. Try again. It would ruin my manicure. Tell me the truth. I'm a hologram. You're a hologram? Uh, yeah. Then where's the real Brad Modworth? I think he's still on vacation. Oh, boy, have I got a bone to pick with you, or him, or somebody. We're ready to open the door. But I'll have to hold that till next episode. All right, everybody, let's get ready to step outside. I'll get the door, Mr. Bell. Oh, boy, it's kind of cold out there. Oh, yes, everybody is surprised at how cool San Francisco can be. I didn't say cool. I said cold. It's like minus 20 degrees. Fahrenheit or Celsius. It doesn't matter. Either way, it's really cold out there. Do you see the Golden Gate Bridge? All I see is white. Maybe San Francisco's going for a new look. Maybe this isn't San Francisco. Oh, dear. Let me check the map table and... Oh. What? What? Oh, what? I, um, <clears throat> I had the map sideways. Sideways? We, um, have been going north instead of west. Well, that's a fine how do you do. How do you do? Glad to meet you. I'm coming back in now. Does this thing have a reverse gear? Yes. Ah. Yes. Good, good. A reverse gear. That's mm-hmm. a good idea. Ah. Uh, oh, yeah, working on that right away. Boy, I'm glad I'm not here. You've been listening to Bells in the Battery, episode 221, copyright 2019 by John Bell Creative, LLC. And for you music lovers out there, if you enjoyed the black and blue Danube waltz that you heard earlier in the show and which you're also hearing right now, that is Spike Jones and the City Slickers. If you've never heard him before, you need to check him out on YouTube right away. So drop whatever you're doing and... Okay, that was just an expression. Today, Americans are afraid of other Americans. They don't have to be. Some Americans hate other Americans, and they shouldn't. Americans are shouting at each other, and it's time to stop. Norman Corwin offers a quiet, informal conversation that reminds us all of how much we have in common. It's called Between Americans, and it's a fascinating banquet of food for thought from the grand master of American radio theater. It's his last message to the country he loved. You can hear the podcast on Monday, February 20th on the Mutual Audio Network's Monday Matinee. Are you tired of the lies, the accusations, and the closed minds? It's time for us to stand on our common ground as we face the future. Listen to this very special podcast and talk about it between Americans. Monday, February 20th on the Mutual Audio Network.